in this sicha, the Rebbe is focusing on the beginning of the parsha where Rashi says on the words "Viyikhuli truma," should take from me a truma, you should take from me a donation. And Rashi explains "Li" means "Lishmi" for my name, for my sake. The Mefarshim asks, "What's the problem in the pasuk? What that Rashi needs to explain anything at all?" "Viyikhuli truma," you take a truma for Hashem. So the Mefarshim explain that usually when you say "Viyikhuli," it would mean taking to me, and it's very difficult to say that about Hashem. Because first of all, Hashem owns everything. Everything belongs to Hashem. So what do you mean you're giving something to Hashem? Furthermore, Li means that it moved from one place and came now to somewhere else. Went from the giver to the taker and so on. But how can we apply this to Hashem who has no body, no form of a body, an image of a body, etc. What does it mean even to give something to Hashem? And this is why Rashi is saying Li means Lishmi for my sake, for my name. The problem, however, that Rebbe says with this is, in addition to the fact that then why is Rashi quoting the words of the Pasuk, V'yikhu and Truma, V'yikhu li Truma, he should have just been translating the word Li. The question is, we have many other times in the Torah, similar sorts of expressions that Rebbe says, like it says, Kaddish li kol b'choyr, and other expressions like that. Why suddenly over here is it a problem when it says, taking the Truma for Hashem? So the Rebbe says that you might answer, that in the case of Kadeshli, we understand that a person is making it holy for Hashem. But in this case, it doesn't say anything about making it holy for Hashem. It says taking it to Hashem. And therefore, Rashi, by saying Lilishmi, what he means by that is make it holy for Hashem. Doesn't mean to take it physically. But again, the problem then is, shouldn't have Rashi just said that V'yikhuli means make it holy for me, designate it to me. Why is Rashi just say li lishmi? Some of Farshim want to say that v'yikhuli means that you're taking me, you're taking Hashem. That when you give truma, when you do Torah and mitzvahs, you're taking Hashem himself. And that's what it... Now, since, obviously, how do we take Hashem? What does it mean to take Hashem? So Rashi says lishmi, you're taking my name, meaning I'm going to rest my name upon you, etc. But that wouldn't seem... Like that, that, that's what Rashi means because Rashi cannot be expecting for a Ben Chomish Lemikra to understand that from the word Lishmi means that you're taking me, you're taking Hashem's name. Rashi would usually explain that if that's what he means. The Rebbe says another point that Rashi, as we said before, quotes the words Ve'yikhuli Truma. What does that word Truma mean? Later on in the next Rashi, Rashi is going to explain that the word Truma means Hafrosha. You separate it. Teruma is something that's separated for Hashem in this case. But Rashi only explains this in the next Rashi. But it's already in this Rashi where Rashi says, The Rashi says that it should be Lishmi. Which means that the fact that is forcing us somehow to say that it means Lishmi for Hashem is not based on the translation that Rashi is going to give later for truma, which means afrasha separation, but somehow even at this point, before we know that truma means separation, it already forces us to say that it has to be lishmi for Hashem's sake. So the question is how this works. What does that mean? So the Rebbe says like this, simply if I would see the words v'yikhuli, I would understand it as meaning, I should give it over to Hashem. I should designate it to Hashem, I should make it holy for Hashem, etc. The problem, however, is that the word li is then seemingly an extra word. Because the words ve'yikhu and truma 
is basically giving over this message already. V'yikhu means already it should go over from one place to another. The word truma, whether it's explained as separation or as lifting up, which we may translate truma as lifting up, if not for Rashi's Pirush of separation. In both cases it means taking it from myself and separating it from myself, giving it over to Hashem, or lifting it up and it's becoming Hashem's. If that's the case, what is the word li adding? Both of these words had already told me that it's leaving my possession and going to Hashem. Therefore, Rashi says that the word li means lishmi, that means to, that means to say that I need to have a kavon. It's not enough just to give the money, to give the donation, but it has to be lishma, it's being done for Hashem's sake. And the Rebbe connects this with a Rashi, where there, there's a Mishnah that tells us regarding different things that were donated for the Mizbeach or for the Beis HaMikdosh. And the Mishnah says you cannot change from one Kedusha to the other. And there's a Machloikas between the Rambam and the Ramban, what that means. Whether you could, ch- you, you definitely cannot change from things that were donated as a carbon to things for the Beis HaMikdosh or vice versa. The question is whether things within that were donated for the Beis HaMikdash itself, could it change from one Kedusha to another, from the Azara to the Heichal, to another part of the Beis HaMikdash, etc. Machloik is between the Rambam and the Raivet. Now Rashi explains that there's no problem in changing from one aspect of the Beis HaMikdash to the other. Says that ever that would fit very much with what Rashi is telling us over here. If the way the donation has to be done is Lishmi, it's for Hashem's sake, then there shouldn't technically be any difference between one part of the Beis HaMikdash and the other, because it was all generally done for Hashem's sake. And therefore, Rashi says, that there's no difference between one part of the Beis HaMikdash that you donated it for, it could be used for another part of the Beis HaMikdash. The Rebbe asks, two questions on what we just said. Number one, how could you say Lashmi means that the person has to be doing it for Hashem's sake, when one of the Terumois that are being addressed over here is Terumois of Karbonois, as Rashi says, it's hinted in the fact that it says three times the word Teruma, it's referring to three different donations, also the Machzis HaShekel that Karbonis came from, for which a person could actually be forced to give the Machzis HaShekel for the Karbonis. How could he then say it's Lashmi that he's doing it for Hashem's sake when he's clearly forced? Another question is, why does it say V'yikhu, it should be taken to me, not V'yitnuli, they should give me Teruma? And the Rebbe says these two questions are actually answered by each other. Because in fact, we're not speaking about the person giving the donation, we're speaking about the treasurer of the Beis Amigdash, or the people, the collectors that are taking the donations, they should be doing it Lishma. That's why it says, it should be taken. So first of all, they have to have Kavanah, but then it also makes sense that even if it's against the other person's will, it could still be Lishma because on behalf of the, because of the person that's taking the donation. The Rebbe asks, why, definitely we need to understand, why is it so important for the person taking the donation to have in mind Lishma? I understand the idea that sometimes we are told that a person that's in charge over other people, we need to have that he should mix in his own ulterior motives and so on and so forth, not just doing it to scare people. But it seems to me that the truma itself, not only as far as a person is concerned, the truma itself needs to be done, taken Lishma. Why? So the Rebbe explains as follows. When we are giving the trumis for the Beis Hamikdash, we're making a dira for Hashem, a place for Hashem, a dira b'tachtoinim. Now, the way a palace is made, there's two aspects to this explains. Number one, we have to clean out the place from all sorts of filth and dirt. Number two, we bring in beautiful furniture and other things to make a place for the king. The Rebbe says these are the two ideas of sur meira and asay toiv. 
Sur Meira is more of an introduction. It's more of a preparation. Here it's not so relevant how I got the dirt out. The bottom line is it's out. So in Sur Meira, the bottom line is I stayed away from doing the Aveda. It's an Asei Toif specifically, where here it's important I do it properly. I'm doing it for Hashem's sake. Here it's really important that I'm doing it with ulterior motives. If I want to bring Hashem into this place. And that's why we say a person should do Torah and Mitzvahs, even Shaloy Lishma, because eventually from that he will come to do it Lishma, because it's so important to do it properly. The Rebbe says the same thing is true, just like we make the whole world you know, into a place for Hashem, and it's in this system, Sur Meiran, Asei Toiv, so too when we're taking things of the world and making them hectish, giving it to Hashem, making a truma out of it. There's one aspect that it's leaving the person's possessions, that's taking it out of its choil, out of its mundane status. The next thing is it's becoming holy now for Hashem. And here too, the Rebbe says there's these two ideas. The fact that it's leaving the person, that he's giving it, so it's leaving the mundane place, that doesn't have to be Lishma necessarily. Even if we get it out of the clip, as long as we get it away from the bad, that's good enough. To be elevated into the Shusakdusha for the treasure to take it in the base of Mikdash. This is where the Lishma is so important. And the Rebbe says, these are the two translations in Truma, Hafrosha, separation, or Haroma. Hafrosha is separating and taking away from the bad, and Haroma is lifting it up into the realms of Kedusha. Where does Rashi say, where's Lilishmi? When Rashi says Lilishmi, that it has to be done Lishma, it's before we ever heard that the word Truma means separation. That means at this point, we might still be assuming that Truma means to elevate it. When you're elevating it, that definitely has to be have the Lishma aspect. And finally, the Rebbe concludes off with an amazing hero in Avedis Hashem. We come to be Makar of another Yid to Yiddishkeit. We want to bring him to stop doing Avedis, to put on tefillin and so on and so forth. And we might say to ourselves, what's the difference, my own feelings and ulterior motives of why I'm doing it and whether I'm getting a little bit proud of myself and looking down at the other person. The bottom line is I'm getting him to do the right things. So the Rebbe says, because that you might say, at least Sur I'm getting him away from the bad, so who cares any other feelings going on? So the Rebbe says, regarding that person that might be true, he may, should look at it, in, uh, that he has to accept the truth from whoever it is, and get himself away from the bad, no matter what the situation. But I, the one trying to be a Makariv, I'm trying to do a mitzvah over here. A mitzvah. And if I'm doing a mitzvah, of course I have to do it, Lishma. Of course I have to get my own arrogance, my own self, my own mitzvah out of the picture. And only in that way will I actually also be successful. Not only is my avoidance Hashem proper, but also my avoidance, my, my success in this mission will also be proper. And as the Rebbe brings in regards to tzedakah, that there's the concept of getting other people to give tzedakah. But nevertheless, of course, we have to do it in the proper, nice and proper way. And the Rebbe concludes with the idea that, of course, G'doy le tzedakah shemekarev es esagula.